What's up, everybody? It's the Disgruntled Sailor here. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, Rowdy Sailors. It's a lifestyle brand for the Rowdy Sailor and all of us. It's also active duty owned and operated. They're putting out some cool stuff from t-shirts, flags, hats, tumblers, even stickers. Make sure you go check them out. Their Instagram handle is at Rowdy underscore Sailors and go support one of your own. Make sure you tell them the Disgruntled Sailor sent you and start living that Rowdy lifestyle. The views expressed on the Disgruntled Sailor podcast are exclusively our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of any member nor the view of the United States Coast Guard. Furthermore, the podcast does not have any association with nor endorsement from the Coast Guard. We're just two individuals who happen to be in the military, expressing our own personal views and opinions. So sit back, relax, crack a cold beer, unless you're underway, then next watch motherfucker. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of our shit show, the Disgruntled Sailor Podcast. It's for sure a shit show. I've had a very, yeah. very long day. I'm already pretty drunk because um, I had duty yesterday, and I came home early, and I hit it hard because you can't drink all day if you don't start in the fucking morning. Yeah. Um, so, as per usual, first thing, we're going to go over some admin shit. So, obviously, um, now that we have an Arabian racehorse, uh, we've pretty much reached the pinnacle of you know, wealth and power, right? Wealth and power. Yeah. Uh, this, I still can't, it's not a racehorse, by the way. It's a show horse. Yeah. Well, it's my lie. I can tell whatever I want. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just, you know, the picture came in. It was pretty fucking rad and things are all coming together. And there's a show horse out there rooting, running around with our name on it. Yeah, I think that is hilarious. I wonder what other ridiculous shit we could do. Like, you think we could get like a hot air balloon sponsor or like, I don't know, man. Like, like the past week for me, for things related to the podcast and things that have happened because of the podcast has been wild. What do you mean? Like, I flew an airplane because. Like, I met the guy because of the podcast. Like, I, I flew the fucking plane in the sky. That's where most then, planes fly. Then the the NASCAR thing came up. Then the show horse thing came up. Like, it's it's all just crazy. Wow. Um, so, yesterday, I'm on duty. My mom calls to check in. And she's like... First of all, she's like, I did not crash my car blowing my nose. I was like, okay. She was putting the tissue down or picking up or something. but she That's how say, I heard it happened. Yeah, she did say that uh, I was very, very accurate on the nose blowing, though. Like, So I was pretty accurate on that. And then she proceeds to tell me this ridiculous story about how she bought a battery-powered saline nose cleaner outer. It's like a, it's a battery-powered neti pot, right? Uh, I was wondering when you sent me like the list of shit that we were going to go over today and I read that and I was like, I don't know where he's going with this. Yeah. Um, but um, <coughs> so she's like telling me about this, like this neti. It's a, she pretty much, it's a, it's an electric battery powered neti pot. And it's a pressure washer for your nose. Yeah. And she was so excited about it that like, I guess one of the girls in her office 
was having like you know how you always sniffle all the time. Yeah, she was having like similar issues, like really bad allergies, just like for weeks. And my mom bought her one. It's like here, shove this the fuck up your nose. I'm a friend, and I guess the girl fucking loved it. <laughs> it opened so, like, up new avenues she's never heard of before. Yeah, I just I just imagine my mom and her office office coworker. I don't know, just sitting around, just showing sailing up their fucking nose, having a good old time. I don't know. Um, did you get a hold of my mom to ask about how smart I fucking am? I did. I I DM'd her, and I was like. Uh, Mr. Miami said you guys made him take an IQ test back in the day because you all thought he was tarted and (laughs) uh, I want to know what the results were like do you have any like do you have any proof of the test and like a day or so went by and she finally responded and was like he scored she's like he did not score in the 150s like that didn't happen but she did say that it was in the 140s she, I think she said, if I remember right, it was like 142 or 143 or something like that. Yeah. But she didn't have like proof of the test. Well, there's a there's a certificate. I think my dad has it. Um, hold on. What's that beeping noise? God damn it! They left the fucking refrigerator open. Your refrigerator beeps at you. Kids left the goddamn refrigerator open. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your refrigerator beeps at you when it's left open too long? Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, it's the most bothered shit you can get, dude. You live it in the future. You're like fucking George Jetson over here. Yeah, dude, I'm like the cream of the crop, and I rise to the top. So, um, yeah, so it turns out I'm like really, really fucking smart, as I said. So, <laughs> um, so next I wanted to see if... Cause we talked at uh, like an episode last episode, episode before about, you know, doing some new merch. Cause we haven't done a t-shirt in a while. Um, mm-hmm. and we threw on the idea of doing some hats or some hoodies. Um, I think we should see like, you know, we're always doing boat stuff. Number one. So like, yeah. do you guys want to see another like boat cutter like thing? Do you want to see like small boat operator kind of thing? You want to see some aviation I'm not doing any shit for any of you fucking support rates, so don't even fucking ask. Um, like, I'm not doing a fucking yeoman thing, because get fucked. Like, I had to sit through. I'm not going to say that, because reasons. But if you guys got some merch ideas, or, you know, you want to see something cool, let us fucking know. Um, and we'll try to hook it up. Yeah, um, like, come to us, though, with, like, a solid idea. Aww. Like... Hey, yeah, I want to just shirt. be like, this yeah. is this is what I'm envisioning. Don't just be like, you know, a, a shirt would be cool. Like that doesn't help. Like because yeah. we have to design all that shit. So we need like some solid ideas. All right, you want to hear a penis story? Sure. All right. So you ever been in a situation where you found out you are not the weird one? Like I'm usually like the weird like the weird guy that's always doing weird shit or like outrageous shit. So when I was a third, it's it's long fucking story and we only have so much record time left. So I'm going to skip the backstory. Um, but when I was a third, I wanted to get decided. I was like, I'm going to get my fucking ears pierced because I thought I was a biker and I was going to join a motorcycle gang and I wanted to fucking be cool. So I was going to re pierce my ears. 
I was talking. I was a third. I had a second. And I had a first class. First class also rode motorcycles. We'll be rode together, right? Okay. And uh, I was like, hey, man, um, you know, me and my my first class rode to work every day, like on our motorcycles together. We were first name based. I was like, I think I'm going to go get my ears pierced this weekend. And then, you know, because it's a long, it's a four day weekend, give it a little bit of time to heal up. Then I could put, you know, fishing line or whatever the fuck I, for, I forgot what I was going to use. And my, um, the, the first class is like, um, hold on. You said fishing line. Yeah. So if you get like, um, 40 or 50 pound saltwater line. You can tie a knot in one side and keep it about like a quarter inch long and put it through your ear on the backside so you can keep your earlobes healing while you're in uniform. But oh. I was blessed. Yeah, I was blessed with fat earlobes, so I had to use like big fishing line. <laughs> um, so um, I'm sitting there. I'm like talking to my first guy. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to my ear pierce tomorrow or today. So I have a long weekend for deal. He's like, where are you going? I was like, I just, I don't know, the piercing pagoda or something. I don't know. He goes, why don't you do it yourself? And I go, because I'm not a trained piercing person. He goes, I've done all my own piercings, even my dick. And I what, went, what? Excuse me? Yeah. And so this, I'm not done. He goes, I even did my dick. And I went, okay. Like, I don't think that's cool. And my second class, who's behind me, turns around and goes, I also pierced my own penis. And I said, so you're telling me out of the three people out of this room, I'm the only one that's never put a needle through my own penis before? And they're like, looks that way. I go, why am I the weird one in this room right now? They're like, mm, because you're not comfortable with your own body. That's a I, honest to God. That's an honest to God fucking story. I'm like somewhat speechless. Like, yeah. What and, are the odds that somebody's like, I'm going to stick this needle through my dick like myself. So. This was early on in our professional relationship. After being with them for two and a half years, it was clearly evident that they were into some way other fucking things. Um, you know, like, do you want to come over to my house? And it, like, went sideways. And I was like, this this is not for me. Luckily, they were like, that's cool, man. Not for everybody. He's like, you want to play pool or darts? I was like, yeah. And we were still friends. He's like, just so you know. I do some weird shit on the weekends. I was like, yes, thank you for thinking that I was close enough where we could include me in this, but I'm going to pass. Thank you. I'm, I'm 21 years old and I just got married. I, I want to know what this that. weird shit is. I'm intrigued because you're into some weird shit already. Like just you and your personality, like your, your aura is all out there. And I want to know how weird it was to make you feel so uncomfortable that you were like, I'm a pass. <laughs> it was all sex stuff. Mm. All of it. Okay. Um, I still talk to the guy today. He's a cool guy. He taught me a lot. Uh, just when he's in closed doors, him and his wife do fucking weird shit, which is the way it's go- the way it goes, man. You, you know, I I didn't think of him as a weird guy from that on. Like, he's like, is this going to be an issue with us? I go, no. Like, I don't. You know, I've seen a lot of things. I kicked the dude in the asshole. Convinced he got raped by somebody. I'm I'm pretty out there, but like, I just wasn't into it. He's like, yeah, no big deal. He's like, so you want to pierce your dick? I was like, no, thank you. He's like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how to do it. And I was like, nope, not. I'll tell not you even. how to do it. Look, <laughs> like, I'll, they, just hold, I'll hold mine up. You can use mine as reference. <laughs> but then, like, uh, after they like 
they after the first and the second realized they had each pierced their own wieners, they were like, oh, how'd you do it? He's like, well, I did this. I did this. He's like, oh, you went that way? I went this route, and I pierced here. And I went, I'm going to go outside because this is getting sideways. Your Wi-Fi signal's turned red. That's weird. It Oh, it just turned red on mine, too. It's back to green. But that's my okay. penis story for today. Jesus. Okay. So, yeah, that was kind of weird. But um, I only brought it up because yesterday someone was talking about, um, you know, I wear big earrings and I was talking about like, I have to do certain things at certain times or I forget about them. Like when I merge onto this particular street on the way to work, that's when I take my earrings out. So I always remember, I mean, you know, I've walked out on the mess deck underway and like people are like, Hey man, your earrings are still in and I'm in full uniform, you know? Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm like yelling I, at you in the fucking line. I'm like, yo, take that <laughs> shit out. Yeah, so I forget. If I don't set a routine, I forget. And I was talking to somebody, and they're like, well, I want to go get my ears pierced. And I was like, well, you can do this. You can do that. You know, I went over, like, you know, policy for having earrings. And, you know, I was like, they're like, you can't have it on any military installation. And I was like, and also you can't have it in any military, any command sanction function. So, like, if, like, let's say you and, like, your shop go out to, like, David Buster's, you can have them in. But if the command goes, we're going to do a crew event. Can't yeah, have like Coast Guard Day or something like that. Yeah, you can't have them. Uh, and like that includes like any like mil- like you go to Air Force, Coast Guard, Space Force can't have them in. And then it just like like, well, how did you pierce your ears? And I was like, I knew a dude that pierced his own wiener. Actually, I know two of them. And I bet <laughs> all of you listening probably know somebody that did it. So ask your friends. Yeah. Um, right. uh, next. Did you go through the new application, the app that I sent you? I I did. Um, it's. I'm a little mad about it, honestly. I'm I'm bet I'm mad for a different reason than you are. So like, Maybe. first off, it's it's called the Coast Guard Boot Camp Prep Kit. It's an application where you can take tests and all this other dumb shit. And I think boot camp should be this mysterious like like thing where like you're going to boot camp like. Well, can you tell me about it? Yeah, here's this video. It's called It's Just Eight Weeks. Well, that didn't yep. tell me anything. Like, where do I poop? Do I poop with a friend? Like, who's who's my shower buddy? Like, you didn't give me any information. You know? Um, that was another thing that I forgot on our um when we did our hazing episode, someone messaged me and was like, Have you ever just signed somebody a shower buddy? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like when a new person reports, be like, Hey, welcome aboard. I'm Mr. Miami. Um, this is your rack. Uh, has anyone given you a shower buddy yet? We can serve water, so you need to shower with a friend. Uh, <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's the Disgruntled Sailor here, and I just wanted to take a minute to talk about one of our sponsors, Oak and Iron Coffee. Oak and Iron was founded to honor America's rich nautical history along with the history of the Coast Guard. Every member of their team has either served in the Coast Guard or a veteran who grew up on the water. They are putting out some amazing coffee. They offer whole bean or ground coffee along with K-cups, tumblers, and stickers. They can even do unit orders if needed. One of the best things about the company is that a portion of all the proceeds goes to support CGMA. So every time you buy from them, you're essentially helping your fellow Coasties who need it the most. Go check them out on Instagram at Oak and Iron Coffee or on the web at oakandironcoffee.com and tell them the Disgruntled Sailor sent you. All right, so sorry I uh, had to take a phone call. Um, and I, it was a long one and I don't remember where I was pretty much. There's an app that helps you prepare for boot camp, and I disagree with it. Um, I know everyone, 
you know, I Googled boot camp stuff, but I think it should be a mystery and everyone should experience it on their own. And like, you know, we give a lot of people shit for like, well, when I was in boot camp and like everyone tells a boot camp story, we give a lot of people shit for their boot camp stories because we've been in a while and we have other cool stories, but like you need to make your own boot camp stories. Like I didn't know I couldn't do this. Like, you know, my stepdad sent me a fucking manila envelope full of pornography because he thought it would be funny because he knows you can't have that, you know? Yeah. And luckily I, I got it and didn't open it in front of the CCs and I like opened it. I was like, Holy fuck. It was like a whole ream of paper. And like, I took it into the head at night and like ran it underwater. So it would mush up. And then I threw it in the trash. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you, if you haven't go check out, I think it's called coast guard Boot Camp prep kit. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Amazon. Like, I took a few of the quizzes and one of them I I utterly failed. <laughs> like I think I got like thirty percent on one. Yeah, and then the other one I took yeah. I got like an an eighty six or something like that. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, your brother has to get a tattoo on him. Yeah. So, uh, the whole NASCAR thing came about, and my brother called me and I was telling him about the show horse. And he was like, I, I know you like proving people wrong. Uh, we're going to, I'm going to throw this out there. I bet you can't get your merch on an official NASCAR that's going to be in the 2022 race season. And so I was like, bet. So I put out like one post on social media and some dude almost immediately um, messaged me. His Instagram handle is at Flaming Goose. Uh, <laughs> so he said that used to be his nickname when he was on 378. And he uh, he was like, how fast can you ship? And I was like, bitch, I can mail that shit out tomorrow. And he yeah. was like, bet. So she he mailed it out. shit in there? I, I don't remember. I, I I don't know if I did or not. Uh, yeah. But uh, he got it on there. He got it on an official car at Daytona this past weekend. Uh, so he won uh, the, the free random merch package. So I mailed him out a bunch of random merchandise shit. Yeah, that's fucking cool. So yeah, for sure. Derek, if you're listening, get fucked. <laughs> um, next I got, uh, so obviously I spend more time than normal on the internet. And I saw that, um, so the video, when you open the video, it's 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 like a, a collage. And it's got all of the presidents. I think we're up to like, what, like 46? I think we're at the, yeah. 44, 45, I don't, I don't remember. 46, we're on the 46. Yeah. So it's got all the presidents on there, and you can click on any single president on there, and it takes you to a like Wikipedia information page about each of the presidents, all of them, right? Okay. So this Illinois Elementary School and the Illinois School Board for this area, you can click on any president, and it will take you to their page. If you click on Trump, the page is blocked. Through yeah, so like they're 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 like not I don't not a computer guy, like whatever the blocking software they have or restrictions they have it will not let you research trump on this fucking on school computers it was it illinois you said yeah illinois i could send you a video but like it's it's just like another thing like like i'm not saying he was fucking dope and i'm not saying like he was the best there ever was but you still can't censor shit like that you know yeah like it it's a fact he was the president Mm -hmm. like you it's it's history like yeah, he like you could be like leave Trump that was, out of your he was, teachings. 
all you could click on and be like, he was this old, he was this year's old, he was married to this person, he had this many kids, he was president from here to here. You know, it doesn't have even have to like have like his political views on anything. It just, it's just, it's very unsettling, especially that I I have three kids in elementary school, middle school area, and it's just like, why are why is that like, why is that the hill we're going to die on? Like, it's this whole know? cancel culture. Everybody gets a trophy. Bullshit. Get fucked on that cancel culture. You know, For sure. You don't you don't learn your history. You're doomed to repeat it and. I'm not saying history was fucking dope and everybody did everything the right way. Yeah. Or it was but, great or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, like but you still like you can learn from everybody, whether yeah. you 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 view anybody as great or not great, you can still learn from them. Shut up. Um anyway, next, uh so did you see Birds Aren't Real posted reposted the uh the video of the Coast Guard Cutter James offloading drugs? I did not. Actually. Yeah, so he shared a news article where the James it was like Coast Guard offloads its biggest drug bust ever: fifty four thousand five hundred pounds of cocaine, fifteen thousand eight hundred pounds of pot, and it's worth over a billion dollars. And I immediately commented like, "Yeah, that's probably from four two tens, um, <laughs> yeah, four for sure. two or three FRCs." You know, you remember Dickhead Dave? Uh, he had a shirt from a two seventy that said. Providing NSCs contraband for pictures since whatever. Yeah. And like, I, if you look at the comments on the actual news article, like, like the Coast Guard released, it was like, oh, look at the boys doing the work. And that's one less thing. That's and like, it's just like the po- picking a picture, posing with Ellie Gear. Like, people that don't know look at that and go, look at the Coast Guard Cutter James and the Coast Guard and the NSCs just doing the king's business. Whoopee. Yeah. And well, all of us I mean, that that have been there know, like all of every drug bust we've had, except for one, we offloaded to another cutter. Correct. Um, I mean, I I get it, and I don't get it. Like, I get that, like the NSCs are like the new big thing, and we have to justify that they're out there doing the work. So that's why they get all these crazy photo ops. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like at least give credit to the other cutters in the article. Because you yeah. know that, that James didn't bust that shit by the, and if they did, I'll I'll apologize. But I highly doubt they fucking got all yeah. that shit by themselves. There's some butthurt ME1, GM1, MK1, BM1 somewhere that got drug bust, offloaded to the James, is not getting credit for what they did. I didn't get credit for any of my shit that I did, you know. And it just rubbed me the fucking wrong way, and I've been in a weird mood lately. Um, but it just that's that's the state of the Coast Guard. It's it's perception. It's perception, like. Yeah, the James could have been these, underway. For... These big cutters are getting everything, and now yeah. these other pieces of shit cutters that are like 50, 60 years old aren't doing shit. Like Coast Guard's memes shared a picture recently where it was like, it was the Chad guy with like the beard, and like it was a picture of a two ten, and it said, "I love you," and it just had like all these check engine lights. It was like, just let me die. Like <laughs> a lot of people shit on two tens. I I like them. Like you know, it's. It's big enough to be a like a, a medium endurance car, but small enough to have a good crew. But you still get to do all the other shit. That, like, I don't have to go to the James to do that kind of shit. You know, I want yeah. an old, busted, rusty ass shit box that's held together because there's two MKCs down there just fucking sweating away. You know, just I I would almost guarantee the crews on those old boats are more prepared to handle major problems on those ships than anybody on. 
the I, newer NSCs. So I like every like actual fire we've had on any of my cutters. All of all three of my cutters were all old Whitehalls, and every fire was like, "Oh my god!" Like there's a fire, and everyone was like, "Okay, well, that happens," you know. And people just were like, yeah, they're old. They fucking catch on fire. You know, hey, ass steering flooded with water. Uh, speaking of fires, uh, how come we didn't hear about. Okay. I, I'm too close to that, <laughs> and I have nothing but negative things to say. Um, due to my occupation, uh, my location, and the command of that vessel, we're not going to discuss that. Close the door. Okay, until until it's finalized, we aren't discussing that because it's I'm too, I'm close on that front on three I'm close to that on three fronts. You know what I'm saying? Love you too. Yeah, I mean I, I get it hits close to home, but I really want to talk about it. I have nothing but negative things to say. <laughs> I was telling my chief about it today at work, and I was just shitting on this one person. He was dying. Stop! stop. You're gonna get me on a fucking thing, and I can't do that. Well, save it. Save it, please. All right. Shut up. Uh, next. Did you know there's only three Kmarts left in the entire United States? I did not know that. Yeah, most the last two are in – there's two in Jersey. Uh, there's actually three in the Grand Cayman – or in the U.S. Virgin Islands. And I read this fucking article, and it was just – Barstool uh, posted about Kmart. And if you were a poor kid growing up, you should go read the article because it, it talks about, like, you know – um, Kmart was dope back in the day. Yeah, and it it just it says like you know, um, um, so you know it's going out of business. He's like, I spent so much time there running errands with my mom, and you know you can still smell the place. Um, it's like a very plasticky, sterile, slightest hint of stale deep fryer from the K Cafe. It's extremely bland. You know the racks are heavily discounted. Kathy Ireland mom jeans. You know, the shame of wearing their, their clothes to school. You know, we've all got the little blue baby poles and, you know, photos developed and party favors for your birthday. And, you know, um, there was always seagulls in the parking lot for some reason, which even being from Pennsylvania, there was always seagulls in the Kmart parking lot. You know, it was it was always in a, like a there was massive puddles like that were in like an empty lot. And it was just like a cla- like classic Kmart like. Yeah, like it, it hadn't like... rained in weeks, and there's just it's just <laughs> full of fucking puddles in there. Yeah, yeah. Like I can just... still smell the Little Caesars. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you know, and there's another article about like where one guy tried to save like this Little Caesars in this Kmart, and you know, it just it it you know even Bill Ingvall talked about it, like you know it's a running joke in our family like you know your mom used to take you to Kmart and get you grab you a pair of Reeboks off the shelf, and they were tied together with a fucking piece of plastic. And she'd have you try them on and look at you in the right in the eye and go, "Well, how they feel? Can you run in them?" Like, well, no, they're tied <laughs> to fucking together, you know. Like, so like it's been like a running joke in my family as long as I can remember. Like, well, can you run in them? Like I say it to my kid, but I just bought him football cleats. I was like, "Can you run in them?" He's like, "I don't fucking know. It's we're inside. Don't be a dick, you know." Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll run down the hallway, you know. And I always picture like I picture this Kmart next to like these last couple of Kmart's next to like one of the last remaining blockbusters and you know, you just, you go in and you get some shitty things from Kmart and you know, pure nineties nostalgia. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
pure nineties. Um, all right, next. Are you gonna watch the State of the Coast Guard address? Probably. It's out, not. Of, it's out of your old stomping grounds. Is it? Where yeah, is it's it? in clear. It's in Clearwater this year. Oh, yeah. I uh, I probably won't watch it. Uh, like I, this, I, I rarely this, watch them. Yeah, I've never done it. Uh, this year's is the theme is United in Service. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I'm sure they're going to cover, like, hey, did everybody take their five love, love languages test? Yeah. You know, and a bunch of other dumb shit about how we're all together in this together. And, you know, I, I might watch it just to see if anybody wears something ridiculous like last time, how I posted yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I, I stopped listening to admirals when, like, you know, the last admiral I got a chance to talk to, I was like, anybody have any questions? You know, we're here for questions. So I was like, hey, I stood up. I was like, I'm Petty Officer, blah, from here. Um, with current inflation rates at seven to eight percent in certain areas, and even higher in you know large metropolitan areas, why is the standard increase of living still only two percent? And you expect us to maintain the same state of readiness? And I pretty much was told, "Hey, uh, why don't you shut your fucking mouth and sit down?" Yeah, you know, or so I just you know what I'm gonna get back to you on that, and then nobody ever fucking gets back to mm-hmm. you. So I stopped listening. Um, next, so so just so happens that. My current location is residing where Jimothy is. Me and him are in the same area for a couple months. Um, okay. He's going to come on and do an episode with us. Oh, is he? Yeah. And okay. so Jimothy's main problem is he's too positive all the time. And just he's just always like, you know, someone you just know you never just is never upset. That's Jim. So what and you're saying is he's going to come on about to wreck him. Well, you know, I was like, you know, we could talk about like, you know, OIC reboard, OIC review boards, um, OIC conferences, stuff like that. You know, being a SAR coxswain, being a deck watch officer, being a cutterman, you know, all these other things. Um, and uh, I don't want to misspeak. Um, and uh, so he's like. uh Let's see. Let's see. I that was me. That was me. He's like, I, I I definitely want to talk about the state of the BM rate. Um, he says that they're hurting. He wants to mention, you know, um, they're hurting. There's like a million of them. No, not not that there's not enough. That the quality, I don't. I think is what you're saying. Um, but he, he wants to talk about being underway OD and a coxes up. But he, his big thing is like, um bonds that he's made friendships networking shit like that um and then he sent me a picture of their fucking new cutter coin which is just bananas right did you did you get it yeah is that the one that you you sent me earlier yeah the one that looks like a fish yeah yeah so he said i'll bring you one and i'll make sure i get one for your buddy too and i was like oh dude that's that's fucking rad he goes you know it'd be even more rad i'm like I don't know what he's like, take the chief test with me. We can go to chief's Academy together. I was like, dude, nice try. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, come on, man. I was like, dude, just the way my bank account is set up. I just, I just can't do that. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. So, uh, everyone on this type on this podcast has heard me talk about Jimothy in the past. And I'm really, really excited to have him on because he's like, He's he's like RC Cola, but he's also like 
I just I don't know how to explain it. I can't. It's just genuine guy, not out for anybody else, or he's not out for himself. He's out for everybody else. Complete opposite of everybody else. You know, he's he's there for everyone else but himself. And I want to see his point of view. You know, I told him I was like, you know, you, he's like, I just want to talk about, you know, bonds and friendships. I was like, you're gonna bring some, you know, you know, positivity to me just sitting and ranting and bitching about people, and you know, <laughs> things like that. All right, before we get into the actual topic, I'm gonna go make toilet. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so what we're going to talk about now is um, we kind of touched on it a couple times, but it's going to be, you know, pretty much underway versus landlubbers. Uh, landlubber or sand peep is uh, a sand peep is someone that pops out of their head out of the sand as the cutters are getting away. Like, oh, look at the ship get underway. Land people. Um, so what we're going to do is just do some comparisons of underway activities to land activities so first one is going to be sleeping all right it seems like a like a not really that big of a topic like that we should cover but once we get into it you're going to see that there's a lot into it so first of all like uh your rack itself is oh your cadillac your cadillac (laughs) it's when i lay on my left side my right shoulder touches the shut up uh, my right shoulder touches the rack above me, um, you know, so they're super small, you know, um, I, I'm too tall for my rack. Personally, you're kind of short, so you fit in yours. Well, lengthwise, not yeah, I fit lengthwise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, when you with with that being said, um, you know, you have like uh, like waves, you know, like um, I do like when the way when we do have waves because it kind of you know, rocks you to sleep, but when it's, you know, especially people on a third high, cause I was a third high, um, you know, um, when you're up at the top and there's nothing above you and you don't have a screen behind you. Cause I didn't have, I, my screen disappeared because reasons. And, uh, you know, if, if you're, you're in anything that's got any sort of pitch and roll, like four or five degrees, uh, or I'm sorry, over seven or anything over seven, you know, you have to like, lock your leg in here you lock your arm in here you lock your shoulder in here and you got to just like ride it out you know like you remember you know when you have like when you have a fever and then like you sleep for like 30 minutes and you're like you like wake up you're like holy hell and then you're like all right i'm I'm good i'm good and then you lay back down and then your fever kicks back up you're like jesus christ and then like that's what it's like you know sleeping in any sort of sea state or you know you have hawaiian pole spears flying at you because that happened that happened like one time. One time almost stabbed somebody. <laughs> I don't know who would put Hawaiian pole spears up there. Yeah, but, I wonder um, who would have done that. Hey, I'll take a beer since you're up. Okay, go ahead. Go get me a beer. Um so but what with that being said, that the waves will rock you to sleep. You know, yeah, like, like two to the, threes I feel like are the best. Yeah, it's the it's like a Picture your mom holding you all snuggled up in you know, a rocking chair and just kind of like easing you back and forth like a nice, you know. And then on top of that, you know, I I need noise when I sleep. I have a fan Same. blowing right, right in my face. When I was on the 110, my head touched the bulkhead, which was 
inches from a generator. So all night I heard, wah, 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 you know, of an engine. And then yeah. when you get on the ship, you know, I was so far forward. You know, on some nights, you can actually hear the water spraying on the side of the hall if you have an outside rack. Um, and just sometimes, so like you have that lo- that up, down, up, down, up, down. And then you have the, you know, most people have a fan in the rack, you know, to make a little bit of noise. And then you have Toilets that. Toilets flushing. Well, yeah. And, you know, you have that, the engine, you can hear the engine all the way up and forward birthing. It's whoa, 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 like all night, you know, uh, two tens. It's more of an, you know, we have train engines. So it's like a, I'm not going to make that noise. Cause it's, it's going to sound stupid no matter what I do. Um, but you have that noise, you know, and you get used to, you know, just going to sleep to that rocking and that noise. And it, it just kind of, the ship is the only place where I can just go to fucking sleep. It's the only place where I can just yeah. be like, you know, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. I'll give you four hours there, uh, Mr. Miami. All right, I'm going to sleep and I, I'm out. I can't do that at home. I just can't. Like, it was so weird. Like, when I was on the ship, I didn't need an alarm clock to wake up. I could just go, you know what? I'm going to wake up at 6.30. And boom, yep. 6.30, I was wide awake. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like, you know, I get so used to the movement and the noises. And then I go home after a patrol and there's none of that. And it's like, I have a fan, but it's not the same. And I can't sleep at home. And now I'm like tossing yeah. and turning all night. One day have I you... look at my wife and I go, just just rock me like this. And she was like, <laughs> yeah. fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I've A couple times I've noticed where like, I'm, a, I'm dead asleep, you know, drank 15 beers that night. And, you know, my fan, my fa- uh, the power goes out for a storm, or whatever. As soon as the power goes out, I'm up. Like the fan turned off. What's going on? Yeah, you know, I get all you're wide ready eyed. for like a pipe, like, a pipe what is to happen. It? Yeah, because it's weird. Like, um, you know, I'm gonna get to a, another point, but like, you hear like the chub 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 all night. You're used to it, and then you're laying in bed, especially on like a drug patrol. You're laying in bed. You're like, finally off watch. Had mid rats. Everyone can get fuck off, and then you you hear and the ship like starts vibrating, and you open your eyes. You're like, oh my god, where are we going? Yeah, or uh, yeah. A, like a casualty happens, and then like the power drops, and it's like, uh-huh. and it's deafening silent. So with all you the, hear is like the waves outside. The with with the RPM change, losing power, and a general alarm. All right, all three things. So you have two types of people. You have people that are not cuttermen and people that are cuttermen. When you get a change in RPM, you get um, loss of power. Or you get a general alarm. People that are f- underway for the first time, you see them jump out of the rack and they're getting their shit on. Like Jesus Christ, what's going on? Ready to go. And then for the people that have been underway for six plus years, like we have, you kind of see the rack open a little bit and they kind of peek out. And yeah, they're like, I don't fucking move. Yeah, they're like, until, let's see. <laughs> like somebody, somebody says something. Yeah, let's, I'm just let's, laying there. I'm just like, let's see how long it takes. Yeah, let's see what actually pans out. You know, like if I'm in rack and I hear bing, 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 you know, I'm going to slide that rack open and look at me like, so what's going on? You know, because they could light GE off for anything. Like I'm going to wait because like when that when that GE alarm or whatever goes off, like everybody jumps out and they're all throwing on their fucking coveralls or uniforms or whatever, putting on their boots. And I'm just laying there waiting for all those motherfuckers to clear out because there ain't no way every all 20 of you motherfuckers mm-hmm. is getting dressed at the same time. Yeah. And it's just, it's interesting to see, like, I, I think it's like, 
you know, seasoned law enforcement versus junior officer, junior law enforcement, where like, you know, I've seen where I've been on boardings and I, you know, I'm a senior BO, senior LAI. And you get on, you're like, you know, you give a standard greeting, good morning, my name's Officer Mr. Miami. Without reaching for a touch, you have any weapons? Or you say, um, I, I messed that up. People are going to give me shit. Um, good morning, sir or ma'am. Uh, my name is Officer Mr. Miami with the United States Coast Guard. I'm here to make sure you're compliant to low federal laws and regulations. Without reaching for a touch, you have any weapons on board. And I've had, yeah, I got a, I got a Glock 43 down below in my cabin. Okay. Is there anything down there you need for, for the boarding? Nope, everything's out here. Okay, let's all just stay up here. And then I get my junior guys like, Jesus Christ, there's a gun on board. Ah, take the gun. Ah, and they like freak out. I'm like, dude, just relax. Relax. Okay. It's the same thing with RPM change or. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Wrong, wrong tube. Now, I will say if we're doing pursuit and like, hey, we're, we're heading towards this TY and I hear an RPM change. I'm going to get out and I'm going to make a phone call. You know, you remember me and Noah Swan used to do that? No. Yeah, Noah Swan used to sleep with the phone in his rack. What a loser. <laughs> Just kidding, Dan. I love you. Because, like, most of the calls in the middle of the night were for him anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, it's, it was just an interesting observation that I had where, you know, seasoned people are like, you know, like, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's turbulence in an airplane. Yeah. Like, a pi- someone wait. that's a pilot. Yeah, someone that's a pilot. That's just riding from one place to another. They feel turbulence. So like, yeah, man, that shit happens all the time. You get someone's their first flight and they freak out. And it's just, mm-hmm. it, it's just, it was just an interesting thing. Um, next. Uh, so like sleeping positions, the best sleeping position for me was stomach with my right leg up. I had my arm braced on this, this thing over here. I had my right knee braced on this one railing and I had my fan blowing my back. And that was like, that was that's my sleeping spot. You know? Same. I can. I'm a stomach sleeper too. I can sleep on my, with like my right arm up or my left arm up, alternating yeah. legs. It doesn't matter. It's uh. It was also interesting that I noticed like your brother actually made a point, and you know, it's. It, I was talking to RC Cola one time about you know riding motorcycles, and we were talking about the motorcycle riding course, and I was like, you know, I learned something the most. Like I've been riding motorcycles since I was ten years old, and he, we were talking about it, and I went to a course recently. Where they said, like, so when you turn left, so you, let's say you got a left turn coming up on a motorcycle, you actually take your left hand and push the handlebars to the left and pull with your right. I was like, get the F out of here. Sorry, I can't swear. I got Captain Crazy is next to me. And he's like, are you sure? I was like, dude, try it. And, like, it was like I didn't even realize I was doing it. Like, it, it's a, you know, the when it's I was talking, natural. I was like, yeah, I was like, look where you're going. The bike will go. And But when you actually think about it, you're actually doing a weird thing. And your brother's like, yeah, I sleep third rack too. He's like, you ever notice that like in the middle of the night you're dead asleep and you'll just reach up and grab something to keep you from falling out. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. And he's like, just think about it. And like, I remember like a couple nights later we're rocking and rolling and I just like, bam. And I just grabbed something. And I was like, damn, <laughs> he's right. <laughs> you know? See, uh, I did the same thing in the middle rack because I didn't have like a, a back to my rack. It was just open. So I could yeah. fall out of either side. Yeah. So I'd reach out and grab shit. Yeah. Um, I also had a hammock on the ship, which was dope. Um, so, so like did my, I. My sh- <laughs> my rack backed up to um, the actual hull. So, like, I took down that screen so that I had access to that. They call it Narnia, you know, because the ship comes out at an angle. You obviously can't have straight up and down uh, racks. 
Um, so like I hung a hammock up there. Actually, Kurt hung it up and he left it and I just took it over and then I left it for the next people. So like it's probably still fucking there. It probably. So this non-rate took a whole duty day and a half and measured out all this lumber. Right. And he built an extension to his rack. Right. And put a hinge on it and everything. And he was able to fit a uh, a queen, not a queen. So it goes. What's the one that's below queen? Twin? Full? Full. He was able to fit a full mattress on his rack. That's rad. Yeah, it was so cool. Um, next is pillows. I'm a big pillow guy. I like having two pillows under my leg. Uh, I like having a pillow under my leg. You know, I'm a very particular about my pillows. Like, not too hard, not too soft. I don't want it to be hot. I sweat in the middle of the night. So, like, I need a good pillow. My my wife and kids bought me for Christmas one time one of those cooling pillows. Yeah, you know, we're like six months that was destroyed. I just I ruined it, you know. <laughs> um, and like being too hot or too cold is like detrimental to me. Like it's if I'm hot, I'm not sleeping whatsoever. So like there was a box fan next to my rack. I also had two fans pointed at me, and like I slept with I I had a I, I don't know if I talked about it before, but I use a sleep bag called a snug pack. And it's good for like sub zero, but like I've used it in the summertime in the seventies and it keeps you cool. It's a, I don't know what it's made out of. It was invented for the British special forces. You buy a snug pack, a buddy of mine, uh, my buddy clay turned me on to him and, uh, I'll never buy another sleeping bag. That's not snug pack ever again. It's good for 30 below. Um, it's good for 70 degrees. And that's what I slept in. If I am hot, I am not sleeping, you know? So like, remember that one time? AC went out for a couple days. Yeah, that shit was miserable. A couple days, bro. It was like two weeks. Well, Ratsnitch was actually – we were close. We were in port when that happened. Ratsnitch was actually underway. Everyone moved their, their sleeping bags and slept on the flight deck, you know? Yeah. So we kept birthing as cold as possible. Like, it sucked every once in a while coming out of the shower, but, you know. I'd rather be freezing cold than fucking hot any day. Can't confirm. Um I'm going to have to skip a topic because of the people in my room. Um, so like racks, like birthings in a 210 versus like a whimsel. You can't have two pudding packs. Why not? Let her live a little. Bro, snap that thing up in the air like this way. Hold on. It's, 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 break- she, she started it wrong. It's not her fault. Here you go. Can you put this other one in the fridge, please? I'm going to eat that shit tomorrow. About to have a conniption uh, the way you're up trying to separate pudding packs. Um, so, like, we had, we had what, 11 people on our birthday? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. We had 15 racks on our birthing. Yeah. Okay? So, on Wimsels, you got, like, four people to share yeah, no, a whole that's, room. That's wild. And they have their own fucking workstation. Yeah, we shared one laptop. I'm not doing the fight. No, the name calling. Eat your crap and get out. You dig? Yeah, what he said. Um, you know, next is like uh, curtains. Like, if your curtains were garbage, your sleep was garbage. Yeah, you um, need dark ass curtains. Yes. Um, you know, depending on how your rack was set up and what you had, some people had like shot line or whatever racks, tracks. DC's never had any of that shit in stock. It's 
just the way the no. way it works, you know. And like it, those it, new curtains they came out with, like the ones that came standard, were the so fucking paper thin you could see yeah. every light through it. Like mm-hmm. the curtains that I think me and you had were the old style curtains, and they yep. were so, you couldn't see through them things. Like I ended up taking like cardboard like strips like two inches tall by like eight inches long and like duct taping it so like there was like an overlap on my curtains top and bottom so like when I closed my rack it was totally there was no light. You know, like yeah. I want it cold and I want it dark, which like I ruined me had, later on. You know, like I remember had duct me, tape. Yeah. Like when we were, you remember when we shared a hotel room in Dry Dock? It had to be, <laughs> I had the AC had to be 60 and it had to be dark and you had to shut up. Like, bro, you know, it like, was freezing up in that place. Yeah. But like nothing's better than being freezing under a good blanket. Yeah. Um, um, so like uh, the other thing is like, sorry, wrong rack. How many times have you oh, heard that? Uh, all the fucking time, bro. And I've even done it to people too. Like when I was a non-rate on the rush, like going to wake people up for watch. Like, especially when you're new and you don't know where everybody sleeps, you just yeah. walk in there and they're like, go wake this person up. And you have to check every rack because they don't have a fucking sign up telling you where people sleep. Isn't it weird knowing where everyone sleeps? Like with like in so in the dark, with the last group of people we had, I can go like Tim sleeps here. Chris sleeps here. Perez sleeps here. You know, uh, you know, Nick sleeps here. You know, I just you you just knew like everyone where everyone slept. It was a very weird like thing to think about it back on back then. Like you know, they have mids and like, hey, where's Dan sleep? You're like, oh yeah, be back there here here. Yeah. It's like it's a very weird thing to like know where everyone exists. Um, I almost fucking had it. Uh, next would be like snoring and people with CPAP machines. Um, I snore when I'm drunk. I snore all the time. Yes. Uh, me and you used to have a race when we were roommates in dry dock <laughs> where we would see who, if I could get drunk fast enough to fall asleep, you had to deal with snoring. And if you fell asleep first, I had to deal with your snoring. Like I wore earplugs so much in dry dock, my ears started to hurt. Cause I, I can't, I can't sleep with snoring. I think it started back in the day. When I would stay at my grandmother's house, my dad's grandmother's house. So my grandmother, her husband passed away when my dad was like three years old. So he, very, very, very young. We're not – Mr. Miami's family is not very healthy. And um, since her husband died like in the 50s, I think, 60s, don't know, um, she slept on the couch. Just That's like her thing. It's a – you know, it's just a, you know, thing. So, like, when I would sleep over, I would sleep in the living room on this, like, pull-out thing. And she snored like a chainsaw. And I just could never sleep. So, like, snoring just, you know, and then between that and my stepdad and my real dad, and like, you know, snoring just gets me. And it's funny because now I snore like a chainsaw. And uh, it's just funny that, like, I can't stand snoring. Do you remember when I hit Marcel with a fucking flip-flop in the middle of the night? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so his rack was across from mine, and he would sn- like. There's normal like <sighs> snoring. This dude was like, it was like, <clears throat> and like it was just this crazy. And I got so mad one night because I had been up for like thirty hours. I took my flip flop because when I get my rack, I wire my flip flops, my rack, take them off. I hit him as hard as I could. So mad. And I was like, would you shut the fuck up, show? And I just yelled at him. <laughs> Yeah, you like slapped the rack. It was loud too. Mm-hmm. But what's funny is like people who snore, they can't fucking help that they snore. Like it doesn't matter what no. position. Like me, it doesn't matter what position I'm in, I still snore. Yeah. No, I get it. But like it was, 
you know, uh, Marcel would do like he would snore every night, you know, which is I get it. And usually most most nights I was cool with. It. I was like, look, man, I snore too. But this night I was tired and he was snoring super fucking loud. Like his his ball sack fell over his butthole and it was causing a suction. And made a really really bad snoring noise. Um. Uh. Next was like uh, the the last thing about racks and sleeping is when you're in three high racks and you're trying to go to sleep. It's three thirty in the morning, and your rack starts to shake. And that only means one thing. Yeah. You fucking... <laughs> you rolling over too aggressively. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <sighs> so I don't know if he listens, but we had a first class who was... A, Keep it down! Who was on the top of a three high, and I was on the bottom of a three high. And he, I swear to God, told me that I need to be quiet when I roll over because I roll too fast. And... Keep it down, please. I shook the rack when I moved. I don't know whether that's true or not. What I'm talking about is people that are uh, giving themselves the old low five. Oh, yeah. The the rack masturbators. Yes. Um, it's a thing. And people do it. And it's, it's, a, it's a shaking that you just know is what's happening. And you're <laughs> like, all right, it's 3.30. Climbing the rack, I took a shower, had my mid rats, and you lay down, and the rack is just going, er, 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 and you're like, oh my god, really, right fucking now, bro? Like, you had all day to do this, and you're waiting until I got the rack, like, bro, like, yeah, let me anywhere see. else. Uh, let's see, he's here, he's everybody's here. It's time for the show. Everybody's here, <laughs> and you just, you just know it's obviously I don't. Do you remember when a certain person told us about female birthing and they called yep. it the beehive? Yes. And I remember hearing and going, what do you mean you called your birthing the beehive? And they go, well, in the middle of the night, everybody turns their vibrators on and it sounded like a beehive because you got everywhere. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Get out of here. And I just – it baffled me. And you just – as a guy, when you're in your rack – and someone's below you, and you just feel that er, 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 er. you just like Jesus, yeah. dude. Are you fucking serious right now? And it, it just happens. Um. Next is um. You know, I wrote down eating because it is different eating underway than it is on land. We covered it uh, before in the, how like the ship works, but like, you know, eating you don't really have a choice in what you eat. You know, unless you bring a bunch of food, it's like, hey, we're having boiled fucking dick pigeons for dinner. Enjoy, and that's what you got to fucking eat. Um. You know, a lot of times their food gave me yucky tummy, and you know, um, a lot of by a lot of times he means all every time. Yeah, um, you know your, your your trays slide and your cups slide, and like what you can tell a senior like a seasoned cutterman by like how they eat their food, like whether your cup's on the tray or whether it's on the table, and like how you grab your cup. Like if it starts to slide, if you like jump up and grab it real quick, you're new. You know, you let that shit slide in your hand. Don't waste extra energy, you know? Yeah. Like, even now, like, I'm out to eat, like, at a restaurant or something. I'll still put my arm beside the plate, like, out of mm-hmm. habit. Yeah. It's almost like a prison thing. Yeah. Um, You know, also, soup break. I, I'm a big fan of soup break. And I think soup every jour. What's That sounds good. I'll have that. <laughs> uh, shut up. Uh, shush. Um, 
I think every ship should do soup break. It shouldn't like be coffee, coffee break. break. It should not be coffee break. It should be soup break. Nah, I, I don't like soup, so it can be soup anything but the, soup. Soup is the best way to get nutrients in your body, hands down. Fight me. Don't disagree. Um, also, so foods that are good to throw up, foods that are bad to throw up. Spicy um, is bad. Spicy bad. Do you know what hot pockets feel like throwing up? Oh, yep, hundred percent. The same exact way they do going down. What? Okay, leave it alone. Don't don't answer it. Close the door. Well, don't answer it. Just stay upstairs. You can stay in the living room. It's not important. Close the door. It's then we'll get it later. We're burning daylight here. I know. We only have uh, like 15 yeah. minutes left. <laughs> yeah, your you're good things to throw up are like rice, chicken, you know, uh, things like that. There's bread. Things that, bread, <laughs> saltines. There's good things to throw up and there are bad things to throw up. Yeah, like if you do like your typical Friday night underways, like pizza, wings, ice cream, bad to throw up. Yeah. Yeah. Taco Tuesday, bad to throw up. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty much picture you have the flu. I was like, yeah, I have the flu. Do you want some gumbo? No, I don't. Or like, you know, hey, there's 12 footers out. Okay, I made I made salmon. Dude, fuck off. Yeah, no. Make fucking PB&Js, dog. <laughs> yeah, I remember one, one, one time out of three years on the last ship, it was shitty out. And Big J goes, I was going to make this, but I just made chicken noodle soup for everybody. And it was the best thing ever. There was like eight boxes of saltines and just like a cauldron of chicken noodle soup. And everyone was just like, thank God. Yeah. Or like, I remember that day and everybody just said, fuck today. And nobody worked. Like you stood your watch and that was it. And the command didn't say shit. Yeah. Uh, Next is like your hygiene stuff. So we've covered teeth brushing before uh, with Dickhead Dave. Um, But but like so like for us there was what would I say three six nine twelve fifteen racks so let's say none of us had the mid watch all right none of us had four to eights that means fifteen people get up at the same time and trying to brush our teeth take a piss and shower shave with two sinks yes. you know so you learn pretty quick to like stagger like like I was you learn all, me and you were plan. always yeah me and you were always early guys you know we're always up early uh. Jordan was always up early. You know, uh, the three of us were always up early. And you learn, like, you know, if I see SK1 jump out and OS1 jump out, I'm like, okay, well, I have 15 minutes because I take fucking forever. Um, you know, um, and then with all that going on, you have to worry about gray water. Gray water is the fucking nemesis. So we've, got, <laughs> we've gotten gray water in our sinks and in the showers. Gray water, mom, is... So you have, you know, you make your peas and poops. Those go to the poop tank. Um, but those go to your, uh, it's an MSD, which is your marine sanitation device. That's collect your peas and your poops out of your toilets. Things that go down your drains, like your sink and your shower, goes to something called your gray water. Or if you are on our last ship and you want to be different, you call it a turbid tank. Um, yeah, same thing. Yeah, but every once in a while, that would get fucking broke or clogged. It would back or- up would back the fuck up so like your options are you can stink or you can stand in gray water you know correct or you have a dc1 who puts fucking what's that 
sealant that DC's uh, use. Belzona. Belzona. Or they accidentally, they, they get Belzona all over their hands and they wash it in the sink and then it clogs the fucking sink. Yeah. You know? And then he was, I was like, he goes, I don't know what's wrong with the sink. And I go, maybe it's all the fucking red Belzona that's in the fucking drain. Yeah. Um, you know, and like, so there's only two showers for the 15 of us and like, especially showering and when it's shitty out, um, you know, you're, you come in late. Everyone's already showered, right? All yep. 14 people have showered and you know, it, you've never had to experience this cause you don't do anything operational, but I have, you come back, er- everyone's already done. The shower is as gross as it can be. You go in the shower and you're in there in the middle of showering and this fucking ship takes a roll and your naked body touches the, the curtain touches you. So <laughs> the curtain or the what? fucking you lean the, into the wall, you or... fall into the wall. <laughs> oh man. What a just the worst. You have 14 remember, dirty dudes shit all over you and you touch the. I remember one wall. time I was done with my shower and I was drying off and we hit a roll and the curtain flew in and fucking hit me, and I go, "Well, taking another fucking shower, boys." That's why we never had water. Um, but like, um, you know, um, another thing is like athlete's foot. Like, if you don't have shower shoes, you need shower shoes. They seem ridiculous, but athlete's foot when you're sharing showers, like, I'm not talking about athlete's foot in your football locker room. Okay, you know, everyone showers when they go home from football. You people are showering two and three times a day in the shower, and there's all manner of types of ill shit in there. You need shower shoes. Like yeah. I'm, people who wear shower shoes to the shower, take them off and then get in the shower barefoot on on ships. Fucking disgust me. If you do that, you belong in hell. I'm sorry, that's gross. Too uh, tall. We're just... talking about you. <coughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not sorry. Um, also, you have like like haircuts, like you don't think about like um, normal like hygiene things like haircuts underway. Um, you used to cut my hair, you know. I used to yeah, sit well, on the mop see, like, bucket. On the 378, we had a barber shop, like an, a full on fucking full fledged barber yeah. shop, and one of the OSs was the barber. It's in the barber school. Uh, yeah, on two tens, we didn't have a barber shop. So, random so it's actually people. it's actually against the rules to cut hair on the way out of two ten. To cut hair inside the skin of the ship, you have to be outside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but everybody was like, "Fuck that!" So we, <laughs> I remember like you were sitting on a mop bucket, and I was like fading mm-hmm. you up in the back, and uh-huh. I was like, "All right, you have to stand all the way up and turn around, and then reset back down because there's not enough yep. room to spin around." Hmm. Um. Oh, the next is uh laundry. Um, I'm not talking about just the laundry room itself. I'm talking about like get a mesh bag. And so like I fell under logistics. So I was able to do laundry on Tuesdays. I was able to do it on the E6 day and I was able to do it on the weekend. So I was able to do laundry three times a week if I wanted to, you know, and then usually like if you wanted to after a certain time. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like during the day, but like most of the time, if there's like open shit, like knock yourself out. Like there's, I took, you know, I packed when I went underway. Like, I wasn't going to have laundry services between port calls, you know? Yeah. And so I always had enough, but I did laundry all the time because a stinky laundry, the the smell of BO 
and dirty laundry just infuriates me to no fucking end. And you know there's those people that like because especially like on the T ten where our E sex birthing was, it's not just the smell. It's not just the smell. You when you walk back into the back, you have to touch everybody's fucking laundry bag on the way back there. You know? Yeah, I don't and, know what and when they get when they get really full, like we all hung our laundry bags up on our lockers. And if everybody did their laundry, it was easy to walk through there. You didn't hit anything. But like when you're coming up on laundry day, those bitches are fucking full. And like and you you're have... like bobbing and weaving through these laundry bags so you don't fucking touch everybody's <laughs> gross ass shit. Yeah, so you're moving, the ship's moving, they swing, and you're touching these dirty motherfuckers. There's always a couple dirty kids in each birthing. And you just get these dirty fucking laundry bags. It's just gross. It's gross. You know? Yeah. Uh laundry itself is I hated going up there when it was rough because it's always a thousand fucking degrees up there and it's always yeah. shitty. So that was that sucked anyway. Uh lastly was like uh working, you know, like uh not your physical job, but like um oh my god, that's it, really? Yeah. All right, so next. Um so I had someone refer to screws as threaded nails. I mean, I saw that on your thing, and and then I started thinking about it when I was driving, and I was like, I guess, like, that checks out. Mm-hmm. Um, next, I saw I, I saw something that was said, how tough are you? Like, how tough do you think you are? Like, someone breaks I, in I, your house. On what, what sort of scale? Like, like, zero is I'm doing nothing, and I'm just getting fucking destroyed? Or, like, yep. 10, and I'm, like, saving the day, fucking this dude up? Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. That's tough for you. Six point four seven. So someone breaks in your house. Here's how tough I am. Just so you know, you get less jail time for a rape than you do for a murder. That is true. I mean, like, I'm attacking some dude completely naked in the dark. If you come in my house and you break in, and I yell, I have an Alexa. Alexa, intruder alert! All the lights turn red. All right, let the bodies hit the floor, starts playing, and I come out butt-ass naked, dick hanging out with a tomahawk, and I go, what took you so long? That's what I'm doing. You know? Yeah. You're um, trapped in here with me now. You did this to yourself. Um. Also, I don't trust stairs. Uh, that's because you fall down them all the time. I don't trust stairs because they're always up to something. Jesus Christ. Fucking dad joke. <laughs> I got one more. Um, I had someone call country music farm emo. No. 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 Uh uh-uh. yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- shut the fuck up. Yeah. No. Yeah. Farm mm-hmm. emo. Get the fuck out of here. Who who was it? I want to know because now they're getting fucking a bag of dicks. No, I, I I'm not doing that. Uh the last thing I had was um you know, I'm a parent. You're a parent. We both have daughters. Uh, I went to a cheer competition this last weekend. All right. Ooh, how was that? Uh, first of all, it started at seven fucking clock in the goddamn morning. Second of all, um, I like I understand uh, girls grow up and turn into women. I understand that they go through changes. They get, you know, they have their shark week. They shed their uterine lining. The whole thing. I get it. But. This cheer competition I went to, um, it was from ages five 
to like 14, I think, or 15. And uh, several of the dances that I saw were, and like, and this is coming from me, who's like literally Captain Inappropriate, were inappropriate dances, like, yeah, like um, super provocative. Dude, one of the fucking dance teams came out, and they were like 13, 14 in schoolgirl outfits, like like checkered skirts, no, button-up white that. shirts, and they were doing typical, like, it was a hip-hop routine, and they did what hip-hop is, the current hip-hop culture is is doing, and that's what they did. It was a lot of gyrating and certain motions that really made me uncomfortable, and I, I really, I feel like a lot of society is pressuring kids to grow up faster than they need to. Um, number one, like I didn't have access to a lot of internet when I was a kid. Um, <clears throat> and I think that like that number one is, is fucking a lot of people up and it's, it's creating like, you know, if you're 18 and over and you want to dance like that, knock yourself the fuck out. This is America. You can do whatever you want. Knock yourself out. You want to show, share, I think that, you know, with the internet and the current culture, it's forcing kids to grow up earlier. Oh. Ready? So with that being said, like, you know, this is American. I think people should do, be able to do what they want. But I think you have a group of friends that are like, you have a group of like five or six friends, you know, like most people do in high school. You have a close-knit group. Um, you know, one of them is, a, is at an accelerated rate where they're exposed to more. They have an older brother, older sister. They have access to certain things that other people don't. And they're exposing these other kids to it. And that's not not a good environment for these kids. Like, like my, my oldest daughter is nine years old. And when I asked them straight up, like I said, so that last, last group you guys saw, what'd you guys think? And they're like, I didn't like that. I was like, okay. Like when my daughter got her dance routine for cheer, you know, she was worried that I was going to get mad because she puts her hands on her hips and shakes her butt for like a second, almost a whole second. And she was worried that I was going to be upset about it. And I think I, I don't think that makes me a good dad, but like I think she knows. I think that shows that she knows what is acceptable and what's not. And I'm setting a a good example as to like she needs to know what's appropriate, what's not, and when to go. That's enough. I'm done. Yeah, at least she's being like self aware and like self conscious about what are people gonna think if if I do this. Like I I agree with that. That's good for them to know. Well, I don't. I don't mean. I don't want to say. I want my kids to worry about what other people think. I really, really don't want my kids to care what other people think. What I want them to do is not – I want them to know what's appropriate and what's not for their age group and make their yeah, own decisions. I, I think what I meant was like was like what – I know my dad's watching. Yeah. Is he going to be okay if I do this? Well, also like you know, um, my grandfather told me – you know, Sandy's dad told me a long time ago, you know, I started – you know – I obviously have a storied past and I did a lot of fucking weird shit. And he told me, he's like, before you make a decision, make the decision like your grandmother standing next to you. And I was like, Oh shit. Like, you know, if my, if my, if, if meme, I call my grandmother meme, don't know where it came from. Don't judge me. Uh, if meme standing next to me, am I going to make the same decision? You know? Yeah. Um, and I want my kids to be able to like, differentiate between whether it's a decision they're making based on what their friends are doing, what is acceptable culture these days, or what is the right thing to do or what, you know, my father thinks is the right to do. 
And it, it, I just, it's hard for me to go to these cheer competitions because they dress a certain way. They dance a certain way. And it just, it's hard for me. Like, I, yeah, kids I don't know. are full on full makeup and like, they're like between the ages of, you know, like seven to 14, like you don't need to be wearing makeup. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was a bug on my computer. Um, oh. you know, also like girls are dressing differently now at age groups than they, than they dress when I was in that age group, you know, seventh, yeah. eight, like six, seven, eight, uh, grade girls are dressing. I'm not, I'm not just picking on girls for those of you listening, like boys are dickheads too. Uh, but just because I have girls, you know, you have a boy, you you're going to wear. Yeah, you got a boy, you got to worry about one penis. You got a girl, you got to worry about all the penises, you know? And I just, it's, it's, you know, they're dressing different than I remember girls dressing when I was sixth and seventh and eighth grade. And it's hard for me being who I'm like a super like outgoing, ridiculous fucking human. But then like when it comes to my girls, I'm completely the opposite direction. Yeah, for sure. But uh, since we're running out of time because of, uh, what's yeah, we only pay for uh x amount of time per month, and it's supposed to renew today, and it hasn't yet. So we only have like a minute left. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's it then. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one <laughs> later. Okay.